Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Self-Centered Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, John. That is a Brit. The nerdy, the beautiful. Let's get right into it. <laughs> so, unlike a normal episode where we actually have an intro segment, kind of, you know, intro news and all that stuff, like the Scarlet Violet DLC news and stuff, this episode just has such a solid focus at this point. We don't even need to have one of those because there's a lot of meat on the bone for this one. And to be upfront, this is a game that we're going to be covering a few different times at least. Um, and that is, of course, Minecraft. The best game ever. Yep. Which, of course, everyone thinks it's a subjective thing. Of course. I mean, there's other games I like too, yeah. but yeah, Minecraft is a good game. Means a lot to a lot of people, and there's a reason that just beside Tetris, Minecraft is now the highest selling video game of all time. It's kind of insane. I've got a, I've got the Game Boy Tetris sitting right here on <laughs> my desk. But aside from my recent addiction of Tetris. What can I say about Minecraft that hasn't been said? <laughs> Honestly, it is a game that is a rags-to-riches story of its creator, down to the many myths and controversies, and all the YouTube shows that have been recorded, live streams have been had, and memories have been made for nearly a decade and a half at this point. Now... Obviously, me and Britt have a lot of attachment to the game, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about a bit of what we do in Minecraft, and a bit of a story about how this is the game that brought us back together. Very inspiring tale, and kind of a sad one at times, so hope you guys are ready, because we're getting into it. I guess I should start with kind of my origins of the game and how I discovered it for myself. Because it's actually kind of a simple but loving tale of friends. So, I used to watch my little cousin Matt all the time. And I had heard about the game here and there during the alpha phase and played it a little. And, you know, I've, I had it here and there, but finally, I think during the last bit of beta is when I finally sat down, looked at it, and just played it. You know, like, I have been around since damn near the beginning of everything in this game. And, of course, I've seen a lot of things come and go, lots and lots of the stuff that you've heard about over the years. But one of the main things is I modded the crap out of this game, even in the early days. Um, for those of you who are not into the modding scene or just wasn't in the modding scene back then, there was a time where Forge wasn't even a thing, which is, of course, there was no fabric or Forge. Mod loaders, of course. Used to, there was a much more manual way to mod it, where you'd have to delete meta.inf for all you people who's heard that one before. Um, I'm just going to leave that as vague as possible. 
classmates that used to be harder to mob? Oh, yeah. So, like, you used to have to, like, go into the game itself and physically delete a folder called Meta INF. Then you'd have to drag your mod files into the game itself. You'd have to modify inside the game. Which, there was a lot of... First of all, I cannot say this enough, so don't take this as a that was a bad way to do it, because let me tell you, back then, mods were very few and far between for the reason of how difficult it was. There was still a lot of them, but it's not like nowadays where anybody can make a mod. Back then... There was not that many mod-making systems for it, and you had to know how to code. Um, I just happened to know it myself and added a bunch of stuff to the game. Back in the high school days, whenever my friends would play Minecraft in a technology class I had. And while everybody else was on the teacher's world, just playing together over LAN, I was by myself making mods and I was finishing one for Assassin's Creed to add one of the assassins everyone thought it was the most badass thing they'd seen in the game so far <laughs> and there was just a lot of cool things I added some swords nowadays I could probably make the entirety of my mod catalog in maybe a day but those would take me so long back then. So I could sit here and ramble on like an old man about this early time in Minecraft. But I'm going to skip over to what I currently do. Because I've done a little of everything in Minecraft. From your adventures to killing the ender, ender dragon a few thousand times. Maybe not thousand, but you know, it's... I've done it to the point where I almost never do it anymore unless I really want to have something from maybe like the end city or something. Um, but I've done a little bit of everything right now. I like playing a lot of vanilla and just making a massive mod of my own. So skipping over to Brit. What do you think about this game in an overall sense? Because, like, obviously one thing is that you can't play a lot of it. We gotta... I mean, you, or you, or you could, but wait, for somebody like me, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Like, you specifically... My motion sickness kind of messes with me a little too much. Yeah. And so we're we're trying to get her into a doctor to kind of see if there's something we can get for her. Other than that, it's my one of my favorite games. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that, like, 3D motion gives her just a bit of motion sickness in a way. Which uh, is a little sad. I like building mushroom houses. So this is, this is a cool thing, is, like, she'll go into one of the red mushrooms, like the big ones that grow in dark oak forests and like, you know, mushroom biomes, if you can find one and just convert it into a quick house. And it's always a cool little thing. Mm -hmm. I love those. I think I even, hell, 
in my recent playthrough of the game from uh, YouTube side, I actually did it myself before I had my mm-hmm. permanent base. Awesome. I spent a night in a mushroom in her style, which was pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool little callback, personally. I love my mushroom houses. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the funny thing is, anytime I get into a discussion about Minecraft, I kind of get to the point where it's kind of hard to say much about what I think about the game. Because... There's so much to say. There's just... Ironically, I'm at a loss for words because of how much there is to say. (laughs) Because me and this game have some extremely personal history and... I could go on for hours about that. So actually, like you said, what brought us back together. Yeah. Which now feels like a time as good as any <laughs> to kind of explain that. Because this is, this is actually a very vulnerable episode. But I think it's a really good thing. So we split about mid-2019. And we're gone from each other for about a year and a half-ish. Um, and that's a can of worms I'm not going to open all the way. All you got to know is it was actually getting doubtful that we'd ever see each other again because of the separation and lots of other things I'm not talking about here. Um, and at that point, it was very difficult for me and her personally because We were really good friends. Um, The main thing to keep in mind is that we had just got done having the problems with communication. Like, she could physically not text me. And we were at this awkward friend stage where neither of us knew that the other one even wanted to try again at all. So for a while, we just tried to be friends. Um, and one day, we were kind of getting tired of texting and stuff like that. and We wanted something that we could do together again at some point. So she suggested we played Minecraft. Okay, cool. So we sat there building a world together. And that's kind of when... I got hit by the feel, you know, like I just working together with her on that world just reminded me of just how good we were together as a team. And I sat there making a a nice little dock on a lake that was near our house in the game. And she'd be going mining for resources, building pens for animals You know, just Minecraft as Minecraft be. (laughs) And over that time, we played for a stupid amount of time. I can't even remember. Like, we played so long sometimes. And it got to a point where, like, we literally... It was just like we were, we had never, like, even stopped being friends at all. (laughs) So, 
we played this world forever, it felt like. And one day, I just couldn't do it anymore. The amount of time we spent together in that world made me sure that I had to try again. <laughs> I was scared to death, though, because I had just got her back. You know, I <laughs> if she didn't want me back, then that would just be it. You know, like, there's no way you can come back from asking for a second chance. My response was funny, though. <laughs> and I just remember stammering like a complete idiot. Like and I just, I was nearly crying, and I'm like, look, I just, I want to try again. And she just goes oh like, God. what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking and I'm about? I'm just like, I am sitting there, I am struggling my ass off and then finally it told me and i'm like what what took you long or so long <laughs> yeah i like literally was like as soon as i asked her my brain just went like okay well because <laughs> i remember you literally paused it was it was the loudest pause i have ever heard like it was quiet as death <laughs> and i was just like well, there it goes. She can aim me the rest of my life. <laughs> and then I'll also and that's like, fucking what took it. you so long? <laughs> and I, I was never happier <laughs> than I was at that moment. <laughs> so yeah, it's it played a major key part, just like video games do for me all the time. Minecraft made a major thing happen. And... I guess technically through it, we eventually would be marrying, which is going to happen in 2024 sometime. In October sometime. Yep, so <laughs> this game literally made it to where I was able to marry the girl of my dreams. Aww. And it it's something that literally I don't think I could ever match. Again, like, I hold that world with so much love and appreciation. <laughs> um, sometimes, just as recently as last week even, <laughs> I secretly just got out of bed one day, came in here, and this is something she doesn't know. I just kind of walked around that world again the other day. <laughs> and just was, it was, oh, I was overtaken by you emotions. Got the world fix? Yeah. I'm happy about that. For a little while, that world got lost because we were playing on a, uh, what do you call, realm in Bedrock Edition. And for some reason, mm -hmm. the actual world itself corrupted the, it corrupted the backup for some reason. I still don't know what actually happened. But it turned out that once I looked at the backups and stuff, <laughs> we had a backup in the realm proper like it was a bit outdated because i had gotten a few resources here and there but on the whole the whole thing was there as we had it so i was just i was so excited to see it again because i have played on the world once or twice on live streams i don't think there's any current way to view it though right 
Like, I'm pretty sure those recaps are lost or never got made or reposted to YouTube for preservation or anything. I might have to do some kind of world tour at some point somewhere. Nothing major to look at, but looking at it through our eyes is a very different thing than what most people would see. And I think that's kind of the kind of gist of Minecraft is everybody has a story. <laughs> it's not like your typical A to B game where you just play through a story that someone else made and then you're done. You kind of just got to make up your own adventures and take as little or as much as you can from the game. It doesn't give you any set objective or nothing, and that's kind of where my favorite part of it is. Now... My favorite part is the building. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the building is something... On and off, I love building, but, like... I'm gonna be honest. I don't like the fighting. I don't like a lot of that too much. Usually, if I'm going to fight bosses or something... There's a means to an end for a building or to make the game easier for myself later right. on. I'm usually after the elytra for flight so that way I can beat the ender dragon, go get it, then I can fly around my world quicker or something. Mm -hmm. I never just go fight for the fight itself, like almost <laughs> ever. Weirdly enough, I don't think I've killed a Wither Boss more than a few times by hand. Mm -hmm. I played around and built a Wither Farm a wither. once. Wither is one of those things like, let me tell you, if you're only a steadfast player, you're not going to enjoy a Wither fight. Like, you have to practically have the best gear in, that you can get. Are they going to get like, the Blaze Rod from? Um, those are blazes. Oh, okay. You get the <laughs> nether star from them. I haven't fought them. them either, but I looked up where to get blaze rod from once, because there was something I needed. Might have been a brewing stand. Maybe. Yeah. It's kind of impossible to know, because the funny thing is... There's a lot of things that need the blaze rod. <laughs> yeah. Of course, the main use is potions. But, um... <laughs> The reason I've actually timed this exact like podcast episode now mm -hmm. is that we're pretty close to the release of 1.20. 1.20? Which is the Trails and Tales update. Mm. Um, and this is about personal stories for the players and kind of building on the world itself and its story. And I figured it would be good time for a quick story episode about our time in Minecraft. Hence the talk mm -hmm. about how we got back together through the game. And So now, I think I'm going to share a couple of smaller stories with you guys. Just about my general thing with the game. Mm -hmm. So, one I always think back to a lot is my early development days with my buddy Ryan. Now, I don't really disclose too much about Ryan because he kind of doesn't love to be on the internet too much, but he doesn't mind his name being mentioned. 
Um, the only thing you got to know about him is he is basically my cohort behind the scenes. There's a lot of things that like he has done. If you watch anything else that I've made, anything from edited videos to Twitch streams, there's quite a few where he has helped me with some fact or something or another. And so I remember our early times modding in Forge um, when we were working together because I had made Forge mod before. Forge. It is the mod loader where most mods come from. It's mm -hmm. either usually that or one called Fabric. So I had made one from scratch and with a mod generator called mCreator time and time again. He wanted to try to make one by raw code and, you know, do the whole thing by hand just to see how hard it was. Mm -hmm. And so we got on a call together for a few hours and I taught him all I could figure out. He decided, you know, play with the world generation <laughs> a bit. See if he can make a difference in, the, I think it was either a plains or a forest biome. It was one of the more common biomes. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it the, didn't work out, The it? shit that's <laughs> funny about it is we load it up. And immediately, we are dropped in, a, in the, the biome we worked on. And we're talking every other block... It looked like a fucking checkerboard. Was 10 blocks off the regular. So it was like. It would be like where the ground's supposed to be, then 10 blocks above it. So where the ground's supposed to be. Yeah, so he basically made a checkerboard out of the biome we worked on, which I'm pretty sure was a plains, but it could have been a forest. <laughs> I remember specifically the checkerboard part more than the actual thing itself <laughs> and he's like he just sits there and pauses for a minute and he's like mm, no and then he just closes out the game and he's like so what do I do now and I'm like I'm sitting there I'm thinking like the fuck could you have done to do that and so I was like, dude, show your screen and show me what your code looks like. And we could not figure it out. So we just scrapped <laughs> it all entirely. I died <laughs> laughing, though, because I, to this day, don't even ask me how it worked. I don't know what he did to it to mess it up that bad. But it was kind of funny. Um, so that was a thing. Of course, there was the times where there was me modding live on Twitch, which I think I'm going to do that some more, but honestly, it doesn't really, like, get a lot of attention, which the point of me doing that is to see if I can get ideas from other people and kind of involve the Minecraft community in making said mod you know maybe hey can you add this and i'm like yeah sure but it's always been fun to do that 
And I always thought it was kind of funny how people will just like go in and just be like, dude, add this crazy thing. <laughs> and I'm just thinking to myself, like, I'm pretty low level modding. <laughs> like, even with like a generator, there's only so far I can do, even with raw code or a generator. I'm still not insane with it. Which is why you'll notice anything modded with my name attached to it usually is more down to earth than a lot of people's. So, now it's kind of, I feel it's time to kind of get on with one of the more, like, kind of general thoughts. Like, okay, I'd say we do favorites. So, first of all, I gotta know, what is your favorite mob? Like, creature, mob enemy that's a hard one yeah because i'm gonna be honest as stupid as it is i kind of love the sheep mm -hmm. i love their noises the cows. <laughs> like i just love how <laughs> silly the farm animals are because <laughs> first of all the sheep <laughs> kind of just look like they have the most vacant expressions on their face <laughs> And somehow it turns out being really cute. I love the cows. They got the cutest sound. <laughs> yeah. So cute. <laughs> Don't eat the sheep, though. <laughs> it's just hilarious to me. For some reason, I can never get enough of the, like, generic farm animal noises Wait. in the game. So what's your favorite monster? Favorite monster. My name is the Blaze Rod, even though I've never fought him. He looks cool. Oh yeah, the Blaze. Because I've seen pictures of him. He's cool. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think you go into the nether very much at the moment. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> but I've seen pictures of him and he's really cool. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. I should probably give two answers because I do have an answer that isn't in the normal game. Because mods. So let's hear it. So, my favorite in game right this second is probably either the Evoker or the. What do you call it? Vindicator. Mm -hmm. They're the two um, generic illagers in the game the one with the axe and the one that can summon oh, the little ghost vexes. Those two are probably my favorite normal Minecraft enemies. As for overall, though, one of my favorite of all time is the Hydra from the Twilight Forest mod. Mm -hmm. He is a mm -hmm. fun as shit fight. So, like, he lives in an alternate dimension in a mod inside a hollowed out hill full of gems and other valuables that's for sure i don't think i've ever seen him before not a lot of people would have him uh, for the most part at the moment because i feel like the twilight forest is extremely famous but if you're not into the modded scene then it's likely you'd never have known right but basically he's he's a hydra he's a monster that every time you kill one head he grows two more in its place. Mm -hmm. 
it's a fun as crap fight. In fact, I'll say that the entire Twilight Forest mod brings along some amazing boss fights. But that one is my favorite. Uh, let's see. I guess next thing is... I kind of know this one, but what is your favorite block? You go first. Because <laughs> I'm going to have to think on it. Because honestly, mine is probably... Just the set mm. of Dark Oak. I looked the one up because I can't remember what it's called. Alright, we figured it out. So it is the Blue Glazed Terracotta, which, very good pick, I think. Mm -hmm. Glazed Terracotta, I'm going to be honest about one thing about that. I actually wasn't that big of a fan of them until later on. Is they I wasn't a fan of them until <laughs> maybe a couple years ago. I love it. Because <laughs> this was added during the World of Colors update, if I'm not mistaken. I love the colorful blocks. I don't know why. I'm just more into the colorfulness. Yeah. And I think it's a really good thing that the only colorful ones they added to the landscape was ones that make sense. <laughs> Recently, they added the Trail Ruins, which is like... A bunch of ancient civilization buildings from underground mm -hmm. and they have like glazed terracotta and other colorful blocks that wouldn't really belong any other way right they explained it away by making it a ruin rather than you know any silly just oh here's this all right what's <laughs> your favorite weapon or item in the game Mine is a trident. So weapon, weapon and item are two different things. Cause I said which one out yeah. of both of them, mine would be trident. And I'm trying to think because there's so many good items. The trident and the uh, what else? I just know I like the trident. I feel like. Item is a very broad thing, in my opinion, but... I like the trident and the, uh... Oh, uh, bow and arrow for weapon. Bow and arrow, oh yeah. I think my favorite... The item, I'm not sure. Is probably just an enchanted axe, honestly. Because <laughs> axes are just so, for item, so cool. I think lapis lazuli would be an item on it. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> for item. Now, mine is a weird pick for the item, because it's technically a block, but it's not my favorite block. Mm -hmm. But it's, its use is technically item-like. Mm -hmm. I like the uh, shulker boxes oh, a cool. lot, because you can... They're basically backpacks. The trash chests are kind of cool, too. Oh, yeah. It's kind of sad, though, because trap chests, I feel like they get a lot less use now than they used to. Right. See, before a certain update, I can't remember, it was like 118, 119, or it was one of the later updates. I'd have to look it up to tell you which one it was. There was a time where you couldn't put chests, double chests, directly near each other. Right. But our workaround for that used to be that trap chests could do that. So you'd go like chest, trap chest, chest again. And that's kind of how you game the system a bit. 
But as soon as they made it to where chests could be put together next to each other, that kind of killed the trap chest for half of its use. In fact, if you didn't use heavy redstone, then that was practically all you were using it for. I don't think by any means yeah. it's useless, because traps are pretty cool that you could rig using it, but it's definitely a lot less useful than it used to be. I don't think it's like furnace minecart type useless yet, because that... Furnace minecart. Yeah, if you never heard about it, trust me, you're not living under a rock. So, before they had power rails in Minecraft... Um, that's what they used to do is you'd give this furnace minecart coal and it would push other minecarts down the track. Because otherwise you'd have to get in and manually move them with your keys like you were walking, Ooh. but it would be, sl it would be faster than walking. Yeah, like I said, Of course, the second they put activator and powered rails in it became the least used item that ever had a use. There's one item that's even more useless than that. And like, that is poisonous potatoes. They have never served a purpose. And why put them in there? I don't even, I don't even know if the developers know anymore why they're in there. Because, like, the thing is, the only thing that it ever does is just take up inventory space and ruin a good harvest. Like, it won't poison mobs? Like, enemies? I'm not aware of it being able to make any kind of poison potion. You, you If you eat it, you poison yourself. That's stupid. And that's all it does. The only thing that has ever happened to where I've ever seen it in my inventory is when I'm harvesting a bunch of potatoes and then I don't get one because it's a poisonous one. It just kind of gets in the way. <laughs> Usually I'll just throw it into the nearest lava or water and let it despawn. I hate poisoned potatoes. Yeah. Now, weirdly hot take, come up because we're getting pretty close to the end of the episode, but I'm going to tell you guys something that I've always thought about Minecraft. One thing that people are constantly saying, speaking of useless things, is that polar bears have no use. They do too. They technically don't have a gameplay benefit to killing them or anything. Yeah, but neither do pandas. Yeah. The thing you guys have got to realize about Minecraft, it's an ecosystem. Not everything is going to have... A use. It doesn't have animals to. Animals don't have a use because they're supposed to. Their use, they do have a use. Their use is to be animals and yeah, populate the world. Yeah. With they its kind. make more, they make the world more alive. Besides, I mean, I'm a little bit biased because polar bears are my favorite animal in the real world. <laughs> That's why I'm biased about the pandas. <laughs> yeah. But subjectively, yeah, they are useless, quote-unquote, but I honestly don't mind having a few features like that, just because why not more? Now, the developers on Pandas specifically, 
they told us the reasoning that they're in there is actually a pretty cool one. See, they are for Chinese players because they wanted everyone to feel included. And so they added pandas to be a mob that could be recognized. I love pandas. They're in my their favorite. country. <laughs> and this isn't me being stereotypical. Literally, they said they want everyone to feel included in Minecraft. Well, I mean, that's where pandas come from. Is and so Asia. that's why they added them. I was going to say, that's where they come from, is Asia. Yeah. So I think it's really nice that they added to my pandas to be kind of a symbol of um, uh, the world playing Minecraft together. Me being the person that loves Asian cultures, I love pandas. Yeah. But that's not why I like pandas. I like pandas because I just like pandas. Yeah. Honestly, I think that the use polar bear serves, as I said, it makes the world feel more alive. Right. But have there's, you guys ever... Life actually went in say there's no pan polar bears if you made a command block that would constantly kill all of them and you just walk through the biome they come from it is so fucking boring to go through the glaciers without them just don't hit the polar bear yeah <laughs> they will attack i also do think it's interesting that it's one of few animals in the game that have interaction with their own selves because <laughs> believe it or not they did put the mama bear mentality into the polar bears like in real life right. if it has a cub you better stay the fuck away because i learned the hard it'll go way, mama bear because i literally walked up to a mama bear in there and literally hit it on top of the head and then tried oh to run gosh. and she tore me into shreds <laughs> funny side note that i, I remember <laughs> about some of uh, the frostburn update which is where the panda <laughs> well the polar bear comes from one funny bug i remember being a thing <laughs> is that there was a way to perpetually have them standing like on their hind legs and moving their arms <laughs> and so it looked like they were dancing <laughs> there's even one youtuber i don't remember which one that made a video of them in this glitched pose, pushing a, a like cart through a grocery store <laughs> and buying fish. Wait, I think the the time that I got attacked and killed was actually the time I almost got you attacked and killed too. <laughs> I know, and it was. I remember that day now. Because <laughs> you're like, babe, you can't hit the polar bear on top of the head. What are you, nuts? Especially once you've got babies. My goodness. <laughs> but honestly, guys, like like I said, this is not the only time I'm going to be covering Minecraft. <laughs> Probably when 1.21 comes out, I might even do some kind of, you know, video. Or the not video, thing. but uh, another podcast episode and go into more stories and Talk about my thoughts about some general things. We're going to talk about the new update. Yeah. Now, if you guys are curious what I think of Trails and Tales, I think it's just one of the more cool updates because it doesn't add anything completely crazy and different. 
but it does add a lot of really cool and frankly lovable things to the game. Like they put hanging signs in and camels. Wait, what? Yeah, there's chain there's signs that hang from chains now. Cool. There's like four or five new music tracks with one new music disc. That's cool. Which they seem to do a new music disc every update now, which I think is a really right. cool idea. We get um, like since I play it on the phone, we get we get the stuff a little after you guys do. Yeah. Of course, there's also the pottery sherds, which, weird. <laughs> Apparently, sherd is actually a scrap of pottery. It's actually a term from uh, archaeology. Mm-hmm. But being able to make pottery with some of your own little pieces of pottery was kind of a cool idea. I like it a lot. That's awesome. Then, of course, my favorite of the update is the armor trims. It's so cool to see something just so customizable about the things you wear in the game. Right. And I think redstone looks fucking badass Mm -hmm. if you put it on practically anything. Mm -hmm. So, unfortunately... Redstone looks badass? Oh, yeah. It it adds an... Flaming red um, uh, stripes. To everything. To everything. Especially depending on what kind of uh, template you use. But it's really cool. I've never seen a piece of armor with that on there that I didn't like, honestly. (laughs) Unfortunately, that's about all the time we have for the podcast today. I don't know what the next episode is going to be, just like usual. But definitely (laughs) keep an eye out for it. Um, if you guys want to see more of the podcast, you know what to do. Listen Go ahead and listen more. in for more. Um, subscribe to the Dungeon Crack come, uh, YouTube channel where we also post this podcast. We still have not got onto some podcast website to post this. So, uh, yeah, it's been a little too chaotic in my personal life to do more than just put these on YouTube for now. So. Sorry about that, but if you're listening to this on a podcasting thing, just assume that got fixed eventually. Mm-hmm. Either way, my Hit name has been John. Side. That has been a Brit. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm. God, we're bad at in- outros. <laughs> in in outros. Yeah, we're bad at in outros. <laughs> <laughs> see, we're even bad at talking. <laughs> Why do we do a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> see you next time. <laughs>